welcome back to the big program. In our in the break, we're talking about broadcasting and Laddie getting into the business now. <laughs> and I think Laddie, if you could get into some football, maybe you could be the next Tom Brady. No. Well, but, how about the, the, the money? money? The money is sexy, yes. So, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't look as good as he does. Nobody uh, does. No, nobody does. Uh, yes, and he's he's well spoken, and his career, obviously. Yeah. The goat. <laughs> so, in case, so we were talking in the break just about how some broadcasters make really good money. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady, he took the year off. So his contract with Fox that kicks in next year, reportedly, I would assume we're close to the numbers. Ten years, three hundred seventy-five million. How do you like? Where do you come <laughs> up with this number? I don't. Why know. is it not what, like like two fifty or three? Well, they probably what happened was or like four hundred. I'll bet you what happened was. Uh, Brady goes. I want four hundred million. Fox said, "How's three fifty sound?" And they went, "Okay, let's okay. meet in the middle, three seventy-five. Yeah. And it's going to be the most most watch well, show, yeah, by by everybody. Even women going to probably <laughs> like. My wife's going to probably turn on the TV too. Taylor Swift will be the T Swift, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. booth with them. Could you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, you're going to get a wide variety of audience. Um, Kevin Carey, Sladislav Schmid with you on a beautiful Thursday morning. If you got a question, text for Laddie, send us one How do you know it was beautiful? It was still dark when you came in. I know. I have a tough time getting used to it. I'm looking forward to the summer, though. It's long. That's what gets me going in the morning, sun. And at night. And at night, night, too, yeah. I I haven't had problems going to bed. But you get up every day. What time? Today was five. Five. Okay. So we're in the ballpark. But in the summertime, you get up earlier? Or just no, with the light, same, same, same time, like 4.45 would be probably the, the, the earliest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but but winter winter is tough, man. Do you like, find you have to, you go to bed and you sleep more in the wintertime? Just like, that's kind of human nature, everyone says, more more sleep time? When you have three kids, there's no it's the same winter thing. or summer. There's, yeah, you know there's what I mean, No, It just seems yeah, people sleep more. Yeah, yeah, but no, like I try to shut it off at, at 10 o'clock so I get like, when I have to wake, wake up at five, I get seven hours of sleep. Yeah, and you go to bed what time? Like I, I'm trying to lay down like eight thirty nine, then I watch whatever I watch. Yeah, Family Guy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. Uh, it's just a show you don't have to pay attention to. Mm. It's just like in the background, like I'm on my phone a little bit, or sometimes I read a book. Then I shut it down, turn off the TV at ten, and yeah. Is there any TV show that you want to watch right now, or? Like if there's a series, is there anything that you, but you, I mean, you don't have a lot of time, but is there? Uh, I don't really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I watch uh, Jack Reacher. He's <laughs> oh, <yeah>, <laughs> a pretty big, tough guy. Yeah, isn't he? Big, tough guy. It's a, no, but uh, my wife is trying to get me on the House of Dragons. Yeah. Um, I haven't started watching it or I, I don't there's know. There's so I, many I, out there. I watch, I watch the Game of Thrones and like the last season, just a huge disappointment mm-hmm. and so, like, I kind of told myself I wouldn't be disappointed again. So, I, I feel like the House of Dragons is going to be the same That's thing. The That's going to be like, great, 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 great. <laughs> At the end. Yeah. You know what? what's coming up in about two weeks is the final, final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. That's coming up the final season. I... That's that's my favorite show of <laughs> all time. Wow. Larry David. Yes. Larry David. My God! I can't my, my believe age, this. So when I first came uh-huh. to to North America, like after two years, my agent, you know, he's from LA. He's like, you should start watching this 
<laughs> show, but I'm not sure if you're gonna get get the jokes and all of that stuff because I never watched Seinfeld or anything. Mm-hmm. And then I start watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's the best, the, by far the funniest show I've ever watched. Yeah. I love Larry David, how awkward he's he is. He's the greatest. It, it, it honestly, it makes me awkward just watching the show, the situation <laughs> he gets himself into. It's the best of the best. So the last last season. Mm-hmm. This is the final season. And you know what? I, I was watching a documentary on Michael J. Fox. He's a Canadian guy. Yeah, I don't know. yeah so I he's know. got Parkinson's. Yeah, I know. And he was in one of the last couple. He, w- he was he was in one of, one of his episodes. <laughs> yeah, but he was shaking. The- <laughs> I know. <laughs> and and, and they showed like, this. I, like I don't want to like really laugh at it, but yeah. like yeah. you have to. Yeah. Well, Michael J. Fox is in it, right? Yes. Like so. They showed they in this episode. They showed uh, Michael J. Fox handing a Pepsi off to Larry yeah, David, and, and then Larry opened it up and it fizzed all over him. <laughs> and Larry said, "Did you shake this up?" And he goes, "No, <laughs> man, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy funny. It's there is definitely some offsides there, but uh, oh but, yeah, there's uh, tons of offsides there, stuff, but." Yeah. Oh, so I'm looking. I'm gonna be it's, looking forward. I think to February fourth, the final February one. 4th. Oh. I still one of the old ones when you're talking about uh, um, weather and light out and stuff. I remember one one of my favorite ones is when the weathercaster that was uh, he's the golfer. The golfer. But so he's doing the and he says it's gonna rain tomorrow, and, and Larry like, cancels his tea time. Yeah, and then he's, it's a beautiful day, <laughs> and he goes and out he, to the course. Yeah, he goes, you did this, so you wanted the whole course to yourself. I don't know what you're talking about, Larry. Man, I I watched it. Already twice yeah. through, so I'm, I might start the third time, so yeah. I can just move smoothly oh. through last season. They're oh. just so good. He is. He's one of a kind. He is. I'd like I, I, he's like apparently he's like similar to that in a regular oh, life, like yeah. in real life, right? And to like, be one of the guys that you know, they always say, who would who would you like to golf with, Larry? Because he's a big golfer too. Yeah, he is. I think some guys, like some NHL guys met him at the golf course by accident but mm-hmm. they were taking pictures I don't know who it was but uh, it, that, it was on a social media yeah. uh, a couple of years ago but yeah I, w- I would that's the one guy I would like oh. to meet when he's looking your eyes <laughs> if you're lying yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty, pretty. <laughs> oh my god yeah I didn't Love know you, I didn't know you like oh, uh, I lo- I, that's yeah. my favorite that's my favorite oh, show so that's coming up uh, the, the fi- I hope they have a good 10 episodes I, I, you know I for final season, oh, yeah. I'm I'm expecting <laughs> expecting pretty good show. Um, Stu sends a text in and says the Palestinian chicken episode is quite funny. When, but, when, <laughs> when they put the yeah yeah <laughs> yes. <they> a <laughs> yes. uh, question for Laddie is hockey as big as soccer in Czech? I visited Prague a few years ago, loved it. Would love to return and see more of the country from Stu. Uh, yes, I, I think I, I think it's split fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Hockey, hockey, and soccer, two biggest. Like tennis is creeping in because we had pretty good yeah. success. Uh, but always hockey and soccer, two biggest sports. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the kids play. Is there like what would you say enrollment is like? Is it more playing soccer? Like here, or there's more playing soccer. Just because I, I'd of- say I, I'd say more 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 kids playing soccer for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, more available. There's more soccer fields. Um, bit cheaper, right? Um, but yeah. But when it comes to like fandom and fans being crazy, it's split. Hmm. Lot of, lot of criticism on both <laughs> lately. <laughs> we got two texts coming in on curb your enthusiasm about the same subject. Did you see the documentary? This is from Beerman of when curb your enthusiasm proved that a murder suspect innocent got set him free because he was at Dodger Stadium. 
the suspect was caught on film at the time of the murder. No. I don't remember. Do you remember this, Duke? There was yeah, a, it was an episode where they like filmed it live yeah. at during a real Dodgers game. But and when, when he when he's taking the stripper to the Dodgers I game? I think that's the one. I, yeah. I believe so. Uh, and so this person who had been convicted mm-hmm. of murder, then they used this evidence, this episode of Curb, to overturn the conviction wow. because the time of the murder took place during this Dodgers game and he's in one of the background Are you serious? shots. Yeah. So they saved life. Yeah. Well, Holy cow. Well, yeah, or whatever. You got him free. <laughs> got him free. I like the, what's his name, the manager and the wife. She's just a potty mouth, isn't she, eh? Oh, my like, God. Uh, yeah. forget yes. her name and the thing. Jeff and uh, the wife. Wendy? Uh, uh, Is it, no. I can't remember. Is it what's, Wendy? What's the wife's name, Je- Jeff, the manager's wife's name in Curb? Oh, geez, I can't yeah, remember. Wendy, no? Wendy? Wendy? I don't Is know. it? But... And then the other Somebody thing. Somebody Google it. This is going to yeah, drive me crazy. Gonna, yeah, we'll figure it out. And you know. Jeff is awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And you know, the other thing, too, is that um, they kind of got. Susie. 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 Yes. Susie. Susie. Yeah, Rockford Susie. just said. Oh. Susie. It's funny about 10 people text in. Bang. Susie. Bang. Susie. Susie. Yeah, Susie. no, Wendy. Susie. Yeah. But she's just, she's so good. That She's a perfect cast. Like, oh. you know, perfect cast perfectly for that. Now I wouldn't be even, pic- I, I couldn't picture in any other role, I feel like, yeah. because she's perfect for it. Oh, I can't she's wait. She's all now. over them, like yeah. all over their case. Yeah. And she's like, I, see everything through. <laughs> I, I'm going to go home today and watch the last episode of whatever season. I'm going to start watching it all over <laughs> again, man. Yeah. I just, um, just even the last one, you know, when the, the fire gets set and whatever, and the fire, the chief of the fire says to Larry, he says, you know, they bolted the tables down. They put the accelerant on the table with the hand sanitizer. It's almost like somebody wanted to <laughs> say, <sanitizer. laughs> <Yeah, they're shit. laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what a show. <laughs> All these texts with everyone. I think we got a lot of Curb fans for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame them. The law, And again, this is, you know, Larry David was the creator of Seinfeld. So this was kind of, it's it's unfiltered, I guess you could say that, for people that haven't seen yeah. it. I don't know why. I'm not sure why people, like everyone, it seems, has seen Seinfeld. Yeah. But maybe just because Curb is, what do you think, Duke? It's Curb because it's on HBO. It's on HBO, so that is what gives it the unfiltered. Like, it basically pictures Seinfeld in modern day, and obviously when Curb started, it was, that's a long time ago now, but like it just it immediately was almost like a sequel to Seinfeld, but more unfiltered because it was on HBO and not NBC, so, so they could really, really let it fly. Uh, <laughs> the orgy episode. <laughs> the watch. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch it. I I gotta get my wife watch it. Like she she doesn't understand. Like she 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 didn't want to watch like um, Modern Family. Yeah. Like, it's a sitcom. Now she's like hooked. Up. She's watching, watching it over all. again. I promise my wife if she's listening, curb enthusiasm mm-hmm. is like on like comedy on steroids. It's the best. Uh, Brett says, where can you watch Curb? It's on HBO. That's yeah. where it's the final so, season so is. So in yeah. Canada, uh, yeah. Crave. Crave. Crave, Crave right. have all, yeah. And you need the like kind of bonus Crave subscription to get the HBO Max kind but of rolled into it. But years ago, trial, probably. like 10, oh, yeah. 12 years ago, they were running the reruns on like Showcase. So oh, yeah. They were, they, you know, so they were running those around. I am pretty sure when it first came out, I bought all the seasons on mm-hmm. my, through Apple. So I have them oh, on yeah. my iCloud. I can just bust right through it. Oh, and you know it takes a couple episodes 
like even yeah, the early get, ones get get used to it. like yeah. i i used to like feel so awkward watching it mm-hmm. like the situation i'm like i, I kind of like had to like look away <laughs> and that's how awkward i got yeah but then you just like get into it and it's like my god yeah. this is the best even though like yeah like i mentioned some offsides yeah oh yeah. and especially yeah. like this time and age you know like there is some stuff that's totally offside mm-hmm. But, you know, like, you know, I know what's wrong. It's ro- TV. Ro- it's TV. It's entertainment. And yeah. you know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. So I can separate those two, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just for pure entertainment. For I've me. been trying to get my father-in-law in on it. And, and he just hasn't, he says, well, you know, it's on the list. He, ah, it's on the list. Yeah. But I'm, he would, I think he would just love it. I think people... I don't understand why they have never seen it. Well, you, know, if you, haven't. you just want to laugh, no? Oh, like yeah. laugh, like but again, it's every, happy. it's everyday scenarios that happen. Yeah, yeah. you know, and the, the situations he gets himself <laughs> into, how awkward. Look at Joe. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, okay. man. Uh, when we come back, we will get back to hockey talk with Ladislav Schmid when we bring in Allison. Yeah, Lukin. sorry guys. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, it's, it's a long time. You know, we have to. We talk about other stuff too. It's so I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm my exactly. Duke, are you on? Like you, you love uh, curb, curb. Curb. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you do. Oh, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the middle of a Seinfeld rewatch right now, actually, just oh. trolling my way through. So as soon as I wrap <laughs> should that up, I it'll probably that? Just, I never. Oh, yes. yes, you should. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's like a dialed down version of Curb, but so much of this, like the character of George is based off Jason Alexander, Larry, right? Is based off yeah. Larry David in real life. Okay, so, so he's just as awkward. It's as like all these like minute things about like you get worked up about like your girlfriend doing something that just irks you that little bit, and so then you break up. It's it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, you would love Seinfeld, yeah. Okay. If you, if you yeah. like Curb, you would like Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when we come back, Allison Lucan, Seattle Kraken analyst, and our game of the day as we preview tonight's Oilers and Seattle Kraken game at Rogers Place. That's with Kevin Carries and Ladislav Schmid coming up right after the break on Sports 1440. Stay with us. Ooh, action, Duke. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the big program. Kevin Carey, show on Sports 1440 with Ladislav Schmid. Oilers with an 11-game winning streak, Laddie. Oh. Ever be ever been part of anything close to that? I don't like, think so. Maybe in maybe in Czech we had maybe six, seven, but no. This is this is as hot as you can get. I think. <laughs> don't touch anyone; you'll burn but your fingers. Seriously, um, let's just enjoy it. Yeah, okay? and because not too long ago, there were a lot of fans panicking, calling everybody out left and right. How got a coach on. fired. Yeah, I got a coach fired. Holland is the worst GM. Mm-hmm. And now it's all flowers and butterflies. <laughs> uh, I don't want to jinx it. I'm going to knock yeah. on wood. But uh, yeah, it's 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 earned. Mm-hmm. It's not, this is gotten, yeah, you need a little bit of luck, but they are earning the luck. Mm-hmm. So I am very, very pleased. And we talk with Spec about, it's not about just Leon, just Connor is the whole team now. And that's what's scary, I bet, for the other teams. We're going to get that perspective uh, right now with our Game of the Day brought to you by St. Albert Dodge. They have 165 Ram 1500s all dressed up and waiting for you with an incredible 20% off MSRP. That's a savings of up to $14,000. As we welcome in Allison Lucan, back to the program, Seattle Kraken analyst. Allison, you're with Kevin Carius and former Oiler Ladislav Schmid. Welcome back to Sports 1440. 
Good morning. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Good morning. Well, I, I think the last time we talked, you were on some kind of a crazy uh, trip where you were flying back to like two in the morning and, and you said, yeah, I'll come on at seven in the morning or something like that. My crazy trips are associated <laughs> with Vegas, but. <laughs> the things we do for hockey, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, we were just talking about the Oilers 11 game streak. Uh, Seattle had the nine gamer just uh, fell short the last couple of games. But what have you made? How the Kraken have been playing of late, uh, even with those two back-to-back losses in Pittsburgh and New York against the Rangers. Yeah, I was listening to you guys talk right before I came on, and, you know, I think it's it's a similar situation in that it was a a well-earned trip, and I think that in addition to the names that you expect to perform, you know, both of these teams, if you look at them since December 20th, both Seattle and Edmonton, they're among the leaders in goaltenders just really exceeding expectations, and I think getting that lift from the back end, we know that doesn't just keep pucks out of the net, but it empowers the skaters in front of them to really be more effective, take more risks, and and play their game more purely. So it, it's been fun to watch. There's some injuries hitting the team, some illness hitting the team right now, but uh, we'll see who can play tonight and how effective they can be. Give us an, uh, an update on the injuries and illnesses with this team, Allison. Yeah, it's a little bit concerning. You know, they. <laughs> I talked with Ron Francis earlier last week, and he said we still haven't put on the ice the roster that we envisioned for opening night just due to some of these challenges. But right now, Vince Dunn is out undisclosed. Obviously, mm-hmm. Philip Grubauer has been out for a little bit, and they've been without Maddie Beneers now as well. So that's a challenge. You've got Jared McCann filling in there um, in center on the top line. So a bunch of firepower that they're used to offensively. And then of course, with Vince Dunn defensively, not playing for this team right now. Hmm. You know, that's a lot of big names and big guys out. Well, sometimes it can, it can bring the group closer and they play better for each other. But yeah, like I agree. That's, uh, that's a lot of, yeah, that's a lot of firepower out. And, you know, (laughs) Uh, Allison Lucan, uh, Seattle Kraken analyst, our guest, Kevin Carey, Sladislav Schmid. Allison, a former teammate of Laddie's, Jordan Everly. Jordan Everly. Jordan Everly. You know what? Where did the time go? Uh, 08 draft pick here in Edmonton. He's coming up on 1,000 games in in the NHL. 980. What's he's very durable. He's man. very durable. I'll, I'll, Allison, let you take it, and then, then Laddie, you, you kind of pony on uh, about ebbs and everything like that, but what's he kind of meant with this franchise the time that he came over from the Islanders here in the expansion draft? Yeah, I love I love that word, durable. This is a player who maybe isn't flashy, but when you really watch him, he's really, really smart. He seems to always be in the right place at the right time, and He's found chemistry. It's interesting that McCann is back up on that line with him right now, as I mentioned, filling in for Maddie Beneers. Those two have really, really clicked. And Jordan Eberle has assisted, I think it's now up to 26 of Jared McCann's goals as, as part of the Kraken. And I just really enjoy watching him make the smart little plays, the, the passes from below the goal line, the cross-slot passes. Again, it's not something that everyone notices, and you're not looking for the big splash, but it's the play that sets up a really, really dangerous scoring chance. And then again, so smart and off the ice, just a tremendous leader. He's really calming, but the guys in the room really, really respect what he says, how he takes care of himself, how he conducts his life as a pro. He's been a big part of this team, not just on the ice, but also off. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I remember when he when he got drafted. You know, Mister Clutch uh, for <laughs> Team Canada at World <laughs> Juniors and. You know, we didn't really know what to expect, but, uh, you know, he, uh, 
he was great when he came up you know uh obviously Anke lost to learn but uh he was he was a good pro and he he was he wasn't never the strongest the fastest but his hockey IQ is yeah. very very high he puts himself in the, like you said I couldn't agree more he puts himself in a in a great positions he knows how to slow down the game he knows how to speed it up with the with the pass he's good in uh, tight areas those little sauce passes he's got really really yeah. silky hands yeah really smart and he works hard too mm-hmm. like like i say he's not the biggest guy but he was he was always really good like preparation and yeah. you know even physically and like conditioning wise he he was he was really good you would you wouldn't really think of think that about yeah. him when you look at him first but uh, but he is and like he's a great pro and i you know i've been following his career and i'm very proud of him mm-hmm. he's, he's came a long way it's almost thousand games it's uh you know it's it's awesome i'm you know, happy that I was uh, yeah. I was there at the beginning. Ooh, would you say he's been a fan favorite there since day one, Allison? You know, it's funny. I think again, he. I think fans appreciate him. I think that you know, you look at a Maddie Beneers, you look at a Vince Dunn, even Philip Grubauer and Joey Decord. Again, when you make those kind of highlight plays, that's what's going to draw the headlines, the bigger attention. But no one's going to forget Jordan Eberle getting the game winner during the playoffs at home versus Colorado. It's, it's again, those big moments. Not, not flashy, but significant and memorable and important, I think, is how fans think of him. Allison Lucan, our guest on Sports 1440. Uh, Kevin Carey, Sladislav Schmid on a chilly, a little chilly Thursday morning. Uh, 926 in Edmonton, looking for a high of about minus 20 today. So not the greatest, but uh, we're getting Yay. around it. We're getting around it. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto. Uh, what has his acquisition meant to the team this year? How would you assess how Kyler, the former Edmonton Oilers, played with the Kraken this year, Allison? Yeah, it's been fun to watch him play. You know, obviously people will second-guess his abilities mainly because of his size, but when he is playing at his best, uh, Adam Larson, who obviously played with him up there in Edmonton as well, I asked him what to expect, and he smiled and said, Kyler Yamamoto is a gnat in the way that he plays, and and that's what he is. He's just pesky, and he's not afraid to go into the corners. He's not afraid to battle. He's not afraid to battle to get to the net front. And when he's really going and doing those things, I think that's where he's most effective. He's seen some time on the power play, especially with a lot of the injuries that the Kraken have had this year. When the Kraken were as healthy as they've been in this last recent stretch, he was a healthy scratch a couple games. So I think that's a challenge to him as a player to be as effective as possible, not just on the score sheet, but off. Um, But he has proven to be a valuable player for this team for the duration of the season. Hmm. Uh, what about Riker Evans? We have uh, Grant Fuhr as our, our Tuesday co-host, so he's down in Coachella Valley, does color uh, for the Firebirds, and Evans has been up and down, so he's up with the club now. Uh, he probably will miss the AHL All-Star game. I'm not sure on that, but uh, what do you see in this young player uh, for the Kraken? Yeah, I mean, he has been just a really nice revelation. We watched him in training camp, and he looked ready, right? And as the preseason went on, we all know that those games get more and more intense. And in that last game, with with full marks to the player, you could kind of see there were just a few more steps for him to take in his game. But he came up to the Kraken for the first time in December, right about the time that their fortunes started to change. And he looks composed. Mm -hmm. He looks confident. He has a really nice first pass. He's really smart at reading the play and being in position. You're not seeing 
a bunch of egregious mistakes from this player. And in Pittsburgh two games ago, while the Kraken lost that game, Adam Larson had to leave due to illness. And so the other defenders had to pick up the slack there. And, and Riker Evans had a career high, which is, of course, easy to do early in his career. But it was a significant chunk of time, 20-plus minutes mm-hmm. on the back end. And again, did not look out of place. So I think this is a player who, when the Kraken are healthy, is probably going to go back down to the AHL to get as much playing time as he can. But this is certainly someone who will be a part of an NHL team permanently. He's really, really gifted. I'm excited to see what he can do long term. Laddie, another former teammate, Justin Schultz, he was here when you were here too now in Seattle. Yep. How have you seen his kind of career kind of progress and go to where it is now? Well, he had a... <laughs> He he didn't have the best start or mm-hmm. the easiest start. There was there were, I think, crazy expectation about him when he when he got here and like too much pressure and yeah. I didn't pan out. But you know, then he got traded. I I think he got really his footing going in, in Pittsburgh, right? Was it in Pittsburgh? Yep. Yeah, Pittsburgh. He won the Stanley Cup there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I. I think he's been playing pretty good. You know, he's he's very smart, smooth skating. He can move the puck. He can be on a power play. You know, he's not gonna kill anybody. Uh, you know, but the question always was his d- defensive play. Yeah. But you know, like there's two defensemen. Like he, you can pair him up with somebody who can help him up with that. But you know, he has a he has a really good career as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that. I don't know. You would have to ask him, but I think the stay in Pittsburgh helped him big time. I think it did. I, yeah. I think I think yeah. working with uh, Sergey Gonchar when he was there, I think that uh, mm. you know helped him. So, what, Allison, on that point uh, with Justin Schultz, I mean, we all know his um, defensive liabilities, if you want to call it that. But how have you seen him play uh, recently? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. And you know, he'll talk about his time both in Pittsburgh and Washington as really rounding out what he can do he's been a staple as one of the quarterbacks of the power play this season and you know he's just really calm you know his his play on the blue line I think has been really effective with his retrievals and again there might be a lapse here and there but he's been solid and I think that's what you want from a third pairing defenseman and again he's part of a pairing that I think the coaching staff has been really good at finding ways to match up really across this entire roster the right skill set with the right skill set and I think he's he's sneaky funny too, right? He's got such a fun personality. He's got mm-hmm. little sly cracks and jokes he'll make. And so I think he fits in really well in the room and, again, makes part of that veteran presence that as they're shaping and continuing to mold the foundation of, of a three-year-old franchise has been really valuable to the group. Allison Lucan, Seattle Kraken analyst, our guest on the Kevin Carey Show with Ladislav Schmid, uh, Sports 1440. So here we are, Allison, just uh, past the midway point of the season. Kraken are two points back of the Oilers, but the Oilers do have four games in hand. How do you think, think things shape up for the Kraken here for a playoff push? Are they capable of getting in here, or what would the mindset be of GM Ron Francis? Is he a buyer or a seller uh, moving up to the trade deadline here? Yeah, you know, I think that this team, as long as they can stay healthy, getting players like Vince Dunn back is, is a crucial element there. As long as they can stay healthy and get the goaltending that they have been getting, this is a group that has the elements both on the ice and the intangibles to push. I really do believe that. I, Ron Francis, and in his mid-season comments, of course, isn't going to tell us his exact plans. He and his team are in their mid-season meetings right now. And, and his comment was that he'll look to see what the team tells him that they are and what they need. And then they'll assess the market and see what moves 
they need to make. This was a team that did stand pat last year for the most part because they were anticipating the return of Andre Burakovsky as, as a deadline ad, and that didn't come to fruition. But there's the chance, depending on these injuries, that I could see the front office having a similar posture. Um, but this is a group that very much wants to be in the conversation. And if if they are still right about where they are, I think that these games are going to start to even out over the next few weeks and right after the break. I think the front office will be keeping a very close eye on the market. They're not going to overpay yet. Uh, the window is still just opening. Um, but they do want to be in the conversation come late March and early April. Oh, there, there's so many teams that are right on the cusp, and everyone has to make that yeah. decision. Are we going to go for it? Are we going to make the Buy move, or add a piece, or <laughs> or subtract, and maybe build a little bit more uh, for the future? Um, really appreciate your time uh, this morning, Allison. Thanks for uh, jumping on on again. Uh, like your insight, and uh, enjoy the game tonight. And finally, I get, uh, Toronto, I guess, at home on Saturday. That's correct, right? Yes, that Ooh. is correct. Home for a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, uh, thanks for uh, coming on. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks. Thank thanks, you Allison. Thank you so much, and we'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. You bet. That's uh, Allison Lucan, Seattle Kraken analyst. And our game of the day brought to you by St. Albert Dodge with an industry-leading 4.6 Google review rating. Head up the trail to St. Albert Dodge and see how easy it is to do business with the great people. And check out stalbertdodge.com as well. A lot of big tournaments. Obviously, Quick Card Minor Hockey Week is going on. Uh, we got the John Reed Memorial Tournament, the Bantam Tournament in uh, St. Albert this weekend. So I'm sure uh, I know St. Albert Dodge heavily involved in that. Did you ever, the, the, you know about the John Reed Tournament or not? Well, so this would be one of the big. We had a guest on at 7:20, laddie. Biggest Bantam under 15 tournaments going in in oh, Canada. Really? Yeah, all the top teams. Where is it at? It's at St. Albert in, Saint Albert? in, in the three. It's service. Uh, in service. The, yeah. yeah. So like the three rinks. So they 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 start they started this morning at eight, nonstop till Sunday. Oh, Rink, uh, all three rings. That's exciting. Like oh, a, I mean, uh, and I was looking, I had the program. That's kind of what I thought. I was looking at a program from 2019. Um, Connor Bedard was playing in the tournament. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. Ray Whitney was the coach for Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix oh, comes up. They the bring wizard. It. Yeah. The wizard. Yeah. The wizard. They also had, uh, they also had. He a, was a good player. Um, in 2014, and this, I wanted to mention this in 2014, and, and this has been going on for 45 years, this tournament. A new era dawn is the tournament hosted H.C. Cometa from the Czech Republic. Bernal, the, yeah. Yeah, the first European club to participate in the event. Oh, yeah. look at that. This would be similar to the Max tournament over the years in Calgary. You know, okay. the midget yeah, yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah. Peter Nedved was there. That's You know all about that in, in Calgary. So, a big well, tournament. That's, that's pretty cool. And quick Good for kids, yeah. Like, oh, Heavily scouted tournament, heavily. Yeah. 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 As uh, my good friend Nestor Pister would say, howie duty. <laughs> uh, when we come back, Duke, it's are you in or are you out? How long did it take you to get all these uh, bullet points going? Well, thankfully, we had a few things in the news. Oh. So that uh, that always helps to keep things, you know, topical and timely and uh, as current. But uh, I don't know. I... Some nights I really scratch my head. I know. Others, uh, this one kind of came together. And Laddie been giving me a hard time the last couple of weeks, thinking I was trying to spring stuff on him. So I included them when I sent the email for the uh, with the lineup out last night. Laddie comes in this morning. Where's the Where's the inner out questions? He, guys, the guy doesn't even I read the read the full emails I send him. I don't. I, I, sorry, guys. And then, and then Larry, where, well, thank God I didn't because I would get upset. There is no food question. I was just gonna say no food question. No food question. So I don't my, got any any hot button food topics today. 
Well, we got the borscht there, laddie. We never even talked about that. I bought, I made so I made well, a big pot so of next, borscht. Next week, you can say, "Are you in or are you out?" <laughs> oh, Kevin's, <laughs> Kevin's borscht. Yeah, that'll, that'll be question five next Thursday. It's just yeah. Kevin's borscht. And that'll laddie, you you came to the garden this summer. Everything in that it's, borscht is from the garden. It's organic. Everything. Broad beans, yeah. regular beans. I hope no no cats or dogs pissing all over <laughs> our beets and stuff. <laughs> I don't want to have no, an organic just, piss in it. Just squirrels. <laughs> yeah, just squirrels. Uh, all right. Are there raccoons in Edmonton? I've never seen uh, a raccoon in real life oh, in my life. Coyotes, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, there are. Coyotes. I, I just saw one crossing 142nd last week. There are a lot. Yeah. There is. And, you know, being cold and, you know, the, trying to get food, stay warm. Yeah. There's that commercial on right now. It's like on during the hockey and football games of like that food delivery service, but the raccoon's like, I'm hungry because <laughs> nobody's throwing out any food anymore. That's what the coyotes are dealing with here. Yeah. Poor guys. Uh, when we come back, are you in or are you out with Laddie? Coming up on Sports 1440 right after the break. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. Your ski report for Thursday, January 18th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Snow continues to fall in the mountains, making for soft conditions and more terrain openings at most resorts. In Jasper, Marmot Basin received 10 centimeters in the last three days. It's also Jasper in January from now until January 28th, so get out and experience the activities and events both on the slopes and around the Jasper town site. Banff Resorts also received snow with 8 centimeters fresh at Lake Louise in the past 24 hours. Norquay with 4 centimeters and Sunshine Village with 2. At Nakiska, 4 centimeters of new snow in the last day while Castle Mountain is the powder pick for the day in Alberta with 15 centimeters in the past day and 25 over the last 48 hours. Kicking Horse, 4 centimeters new snow. Revelstoke, 3. Fernie, 9. Panorama, 11. And Kimberly, 17. Into the Okanagan, Silver Star, Big White, Sun Peaks, and Apex Alpine all received anywhere between 5 to 15 centimeters in the last day. And down in Red Mountain at Rossland, they have 14 centimeters in the last 24 hours and finally have all lifts running for the season. On the Nordic side, conditions are rapidly improving with each new bit of snow the capital area receives. Edmonton's premier cross-country trails at Gold Bar and Capilano Park are in good shape and trails to the east at Cooking Lake and Strathcona Wilderness Center are in full operation, but more snow is still needed. Conditions also good at the Pemberton Nordic Trails, a hidden Nordic gem to the west of the city. Located near Drayton Valley, the trails follow the banks overlooking the North Saskatchewan River. Conditions are fair to good out there as well at the Devon Nordic Trails, another trail system along the banks of the North Sask are a bit closer to the city. Local downhill areas all open and in very good conditions as temperatures start an upward trend heading into the weekend. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. We just got another are you in or are you out question with uh, Laddie next week, I guess. But he's I talk- love so yeah, 40, How many 40 chicken wings? At- 40 chicken wings. There was 58 on the, on the platter, so I made them. Yeah. So my wife ate like, I don't know, 10. <laughs> and I capped it at 40 because a I... A normal st- amount? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just start feeling bad. Yeah, don't... Did, did you but feel- my body was... was itching for more <laughs> but but I look at my wife like this she was probably she's she's she was encouraging me yeah. like, eat more just uh, plain but or did you have like salt pepper what I hot? made I made like a dryer up one was uh, habanero okay. and the other one was, I don't know some barbecue just dryer up but oh it, it tasted so good I could eat full 58 mm-hmm but I knew my wife was encouraging me, but at the same time, she was judging me so bad. You'll be, you should go uh, next year. Gregor will have the pizza pig out. You should be on the, in the I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Hopefully my program will allow me, but I'm in on that because I'm, 
if there's two things that I enjoy, <laughs> it's pizza and chicken and chicken wings. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue. Are you in or are you out? That's what it's time for. Here you go, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> We had some great times. We're about to have some more. I know that look. I'm putting together a team. Then I'm in. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Are you in or are you out? On Sports 1440. I'm out. All right, Duker. Starting uh, with our friends to the south, Laddie Schmidt's former team, the Calgary Flames. We talked about a bit with Frank this morning. His uh, main profile on the Daily Faceoff today on Elias Lindholm and his potential landing spots across the NHL. Uh, I'm saying that the Flames will not trade Elias Lindholm within the Pacific Division, even if it means taking a marginally smaller return. You want me, you want to uh, go I'm, first? I'm, I'm going to go first. Okay. My belief. I'm out on this one. Okay. I believe. I know they're close to make, they could be in the playoffs or not, but they kind of announced before the season they're in a rebuild, some kind of rebuild. If you're in the rebuild, you just look for the best return Mm -hmm. you can get. So I'm out. How many trades have there been between the Oilers and Flames? And is there anyone in the building (laughs) here that there's been one of them? (laughs) It's me. (laughs) Just a couple, right? Yeah. Stevie Stales? Three, yeah. I think. Three. Stevie, me, and... Smitty and... Smitty. Neil, Neil yeah, and, and Luch. Uh, yeah. Luch. Is that four then? Well, yeah. whatever. So he he's not coming here. We know no, that. No, not here. Okay, so I don't think there are a lot of teams that have the ability right now. So I, I'm going to say... I'm saying that they will not trade him in the division, so... I'm in on this one. Okay. So I'm going to say they won't trade him in the division, even if it means taking a marginally Vancouver smaller could. return. I don't know if Vancouver has the assets. I think Vancouver needs more of a depth. Like they don't, they have tons of skill. I like I said this last mm-hmm. week. I think Corey Perry on the Canucks would be a great fit. Yeah. I agree. You look but, good but here too. I'm I'm seeing more. Yeah, look, you're the big picture. Big picture. Yeah. Big picture. Yeah. It's a tough question. And again, I still think that when you look forward. And Frank said, Frank Saravalli went, nah, very slim that he resigns in Calgary. Yeah, but I think slim. they still got to be banging this away. Oh, they yeah. still be All looking at it. So. Well, I, I'm sure they'll try, but yeah. like if so. he's going to say no. It's a tough one right I, off the I was originally going to say in no, conference even will. because some of the other uh, top teams on the market, teams like Winnipeg or even Colorado, but I think Calgary be willing to go to one of those two teams as opposed to, say, Vegas uh, Vancouver, of course, Edmonton is an extremely uh, unlikely candidate. But yeah, in division, Unlike. I think, is, is way, way lower on the yeah. Yeah. on the list. So uh, moving back closer to home, Oilers back in action tonight against the Seattle Kraken. Oilers defense playing exceptionally well over the course of their current 11-game winning streak. But I'm, uh, I'm saying that even still, when they're at their best, the Oilers' top six does not crack the NHL's top 10 defensive cores. I'm going to go, I'm out on this. I think the Oilers' defensive core right now as it stands is in the top 10. And I'm going to go the fact that they have given up 79 goals against 5-on-5. Five five. That's ninth best. So when you're playing 5-on-5, five five, your defense has to be a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everything, you're, you're a cohesive unit. But I believe Winnipeg is number one by far, by a large margin, in 5-on-5 five five goals against. So, But the way things look, and if you look around the league, there are holes on every roster. There's holes on every top six defense 
uh, on every team. You don't have that uh, moving forward in the sense of uh, how you can build your roster with the cap, with everything else. So I'm going to say right now, the Oilers' top six on defense is in the top ten across the NHL. Well, Kevin is kind of forced to say that since... Why? You know, well, because you still want to have Matthias Egholm one-on-one <laughs> this time. You know. Oh, my wife is here with my son. Oh, well, get him in. Hang on, I'll open the door. Uh, Donovan, you want to grab Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm with Kevin, though. Like, there's 11-game mm-hmm. winning streak. You just mentioned the numbers. They don't lie. Yeah. They are they're top 10 for sure for me. Push. Intern Donovan struggling with <laughs> oh, the studio boy. doors. <laughs> I wish you could have seen it. Somebody hand in the manual. <laughs> it's either 50-50. It's either push or pull. Push or pull. You got to try, uh, try, try one or the other. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. They, I think it's very close to being a top 10 uh, one because like, there are some that I think are clear cut above the rest. You mentioned Winnipeg. I still think Colorado's, even with their third pair, being a little bit weaker. When you have guys like McCarr, Taves, uh, Manson within your top six, it strengthens it as a whole. So I think the Oilers are probably right on the brink of that top yeah. ten status. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Dallas, I love their decor. Boston's, of course, very strong still as well. So and I think they're right there, and uh, who knows, maybe they can prove me wrong by the season's end. Toronto Raptors pulling off another blockbuster trade last night, sending Pascal Siakam, two-time All-Star, to the Pacers, in exchange for three first-round picks and a couple Lala. players. And uh, I'm saying that uh, between the on-court play... And they're off-court trades. Mm-hmm. The Raptors' current season gets an A grade. I'm going to be out on this, and our next guest, Matt Devlin, is probably going to go no. But I'm going to go just a bit lower. I'll go a B. Mm-hmm. I'll just say B because no one really knows what's going to happen because of all these draft picks. So it's sort of up in the air. I think it's a it's a question you might have to ask down the road. I like Emmanuel quickly. I like R.J. Barrett. Don't know a lot about a lot about Brown. Uh, a pair, I just seen uh, coming across. Maybe I mean, this is something to talk about Devlin too. The Raptors maybe flip Bruce Brown. Uh, apparently, the Knicks once again okay. interested a team they're obviously already pulled the deal off with. So it's total rebuild. So I mean, as you said, there's only one player, uh, Chris yeah, Boucher, left yeah. from 2019 when they won. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'll just go a little bit lower. A little lower. A lot remains to be seen. I'm gonna. I don't know much about that. I haven't been really following them, but I just look at their record and. Even though they're in a full rebuild, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm I'm out on this. I I agree with Kevin. Like I'd say B B B plus, but not not A. Um, there's some decent returns they yeah. they got uh, through these trades, but yeah, the, lots of good picks, lots of good picks. But it says on and off court. Mm-hmm. On what court, if, yeah, the on court's been a little little left, little left to be desired. I think. Yes. What if I included uh, also on court, off court, and Coach Darko's post game pressers? What if I included oh, that? Then, then it, I would have went A. Then, I love that. Then the team yeah, gets an A plus on the yeah. season. Yeah. I would have went A for sure. Uh, shifting our focus to the NFL, uh, we're a couple days ahead of the divisional round of the playoffs, but Jason Kelsey being the main headline across the league as he ponders retirement, saying the reports out of the locker room following the Eagles' loss on Monday are not official, that he's you know confirmed going to be hanging them up. But when Jason Kelsey decides to call it a career, I'm saying he will uh, very quickly become a fan favorite on the next panel, or a panel across the NFL, and I'm saying it will be this fall. I'll go I'm in on this one. I, I saw him on the Thursday night panel on the Prime because he went on with, and again, could you imagine him and Fitz Magic with the beards, <laughs> the two guys with the big beards? They, they, that would be awesome. The amount of beard, beard wax that they'd have to supply for that show. They should have hair and chicken makeup. wings. <laughs> 
challenge whoever's going to eat more. Well, Kelsey and uh, what's the other big old lineman on Thursday nights? Uh, 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 the center, Whitworth. Yeah, Whitworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To get the two of them chomping Can on. Can you imagine? Ooh. Can they beat me <laughs> nope. with my 40? Oh, they would crush you, laddie. They would probably You'd have to get I in- could do 50, honestly. My wife is here. Next time, I'm going to eat a whole platter myself. We're going to get to some You're introductions not, here in a bit, My son is too. not getting even a little. Oh, not even one chicken wing? Hey, buddy. A boy. Yeah. Boy, yeah, you're a boy. Yeah. No, but uh, I am, I'm in on it. Like okay. it's, you, you can never get enough guys like that on, on a panel. Uh, he, the, the he's ins- a character. He's yeah. a character. Yeah. He's been in the league for so long. He's been difference maker. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I'm in on it. Like, people love seeing these kind of guys on the and panel. And they, they love O-linemen. They're normal yeah. guys. Yeah. They're I, normal, like, yes. yes. And I think Binti O-linemen, kind of guys. <laughs> a lot like uh, goalies in the NHL, they see the game kind of from a different perspective yeah. as opposed to, say, like a, a skill position player or something like that. Yeah. So I think yeah. they provide a lot of extra great uh, insight as well. Mm-hmm. Like down-to-earth guys, yes. eh? Very, mm-hmm. yeah. very much so. Uh, last one for you guys. I know Kevin's <laughs> excited for this one. Uh, this day in 1974, the $6 million man premiered on ABC, and the character Steve Austin, I'm saying with all of his enhancements and cyborg oh, alterations, Oilers, yeah. that's more desirable than any superpower you could possess. This is a very tough question for me, Duke, because <laughs> this is one of my favorite shows growing up as a small boy because you didn't get many TV channels, but the $6 million man was one of the best. Having said that, you're talking about the invisible man. Yeah. You're talking about Spider-Man. You're talking about Superman. But think Superman. about Did you put Spider-Man before Superman? Are you kidding me? No. Super, that's the reason he's Superman. Superman's a literal cheat code. Like, it shouldn't be allowed. He can do why? everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why. This, even though I love the but $6 million, million dollar man. dollar man is like just a regular Joe. He's just part robot. But we can rebuild him, dude. <laughs> we can rebuild him. So the guy's name was Oscar Goldman. He carried this briefcase. I had the little toys when I was a kid. And he came. He would walk around with this briefcase, and you'd open it up, and it had all this fancy stuff. So Lee Majors was the guy that played him. Okay. And then he married Farrah Fawcett, mate, Farrah, and that was a big thing back in the seventies. Duke, or, uh, I'm Larry. so lost right now. Like, <laughs> are we talking the ancient, ancient Canada, ancient? Oh. Like, so anyway, US, this is guy this US had a show. Yeah, US. 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 He had his legs rebuilt, and then he had a bionic eye, and he had one of his arms. The best, one of the best episodes. They had Andre the Giant. He came in, the big wrestler, seven foot one, was on Stampede Wrestling. That's, that's, the, that's the only person that I recognize from this <laughs> Andre, show. Just, Andre the just but said. Yeah, the, I'm like, what? He was the he was dressed as the Sasquatch, Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> so that like that's the type of issues a six million dollar man was tasked with taking care of. Oh, this guy's worth six million dollars, but like we need you to take down yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, but he was an astronaut. It was a great show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a great show. I'm starting show. to like this question, guys, yeah, like more than the food. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to just go I'm in only because I, I know like Laddie. You so La- I like the show. And Laddie, I'm out. I'm, Laddie can talk about Superman. and So you would put S- Spider-Man? Where would you rank Spider-Man then? Behind Superman? Yes, of course. Okay. So all, yeah, like, Spider-Man's like, virtually useless in anywhere without... Like besides downtown it, New York, yeah, it, it's like put him, put him in Canada here on the field. So like, how is he gonna transport? He's gonna call Ma- Uber. Imagine, power lines, just imagine, power, yeah, power pole to gonna, power pole. Imagine in minus forty, I, his webs would freeze up. I like Spider-Man movies, but yeah, compared to Superman, mm-hmm. who else is there? Thor. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, but like I, I, I get Batman. I get, I get no lost. superpowers. He's just rich. Yeah. He's just rich. Rich. 
you know, can't yeah. get that, behind that's that. Pretty, that's a pretty good superpower, too. Yeah. Laddie, are you going to do some introductions here? Laddie's family came in the studio here. What do we got? My wife, Kim. Yeah, hello, and my, Kim. And my littlest guy, Zane. Can you say McDavid? David. Yeah, <laughs> McDavid. McDavid? McDavid. Yeah. And go, go Oilers, go. No, you have to say it loud. Go Oilers, go. Go, go. Oh, so cool, so great! Oh man, he he sees yeah. McDavid on TV. Yeah. He recognized that that uh, silly commercial in a bank when oh. he's like, <laughs> McDavid, McDavid. <laughs> like he knows Mc, and then he sees him on the on the ice like highlights. Oh, yeah. McDavid, McDavid, and it's like he's only two and a half. And oh, Canada, you love oh Canada. Yeah. You like when the, they sing Oh Canada? Yeah. He puts he puts the the full equipment. He's got equipment. He yeah. puts it on. He takes takes off the 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 helmet. He does this, <laughs> and it, and he starts like side to side, and oh. he's got oh Canada, yeah, really, huh? yeah. No 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 helmet on for oh Canada, right? Helmet off. Yeah. 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 Did you have a good Christmas? Was Santa good to you? Was Santa good? Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? Did you get some elbow pads? Yeah. <laughs> and shin pads too. Wow. Yoke. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's a microphone, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Laddie, thanks. Uh, now, you're, are you going shopping in the mall here, or what's going on? <laughs> well, you might as well, Laddie. <laughs> well, are you paying me today? <laughs> <or what>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, thanks so much for uh, coming in. Nice yeah, meeting you. Uh, thanks uh, for uh, having, having my family. Yeah. We'll have to get a picture on the wall. We got to get that so uh, to send it out. Um, thanks, Laddie. We'll see you back next Thursday. Big weekend. What's going on? Yeah, my son's got two and two games Saturday, Sunday. Wow. Uh, in but in Morinville. In Morinville. We were there. I was there for a showcase last weekend. And it was cold. Huh? Was I'm it? telling you, I've never been the rink, colder in my life. In the rink was cold. Inside of the rink, it was terrible. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was terrible, but we won. But that, that made me a little warmer. Yes. Uh, when we come back, we'll have some uh, open uh, time with the Duke. We'll talk a little NFL. And uh, coming up at 1020, Matt Devlin, Toronto Raptors, play-by-play. Before that, time now for a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Uh, all runs and lifts are open and ready for family fun seven days a week. Uh, check them out and visit snowvalley.ca for details. Here is the Duke.